0: Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while since I've recorded, so my uh, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They won the World Series, and now we got an interesting all season coming up. But for this episode, I'm going to give my quick NFL game picks for this upcoming week in the NFL. Give my NBA Team of the Week and Worrisome Team of the Week. Give my reaction to the second college football player rankings, and more coming up right now. Let's go. All right. Going to start my NBA, NFL predictions. We've got on vet, tonight, Thursday Football, Veterans Day Football. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there, by the way. we got the Baltimore Ravens coming off an overtime win against the Minnesota Vikings. and Taking on the Miami Dolphins, who have come off a hard-fought win against probably one of the worst teams in football, the Houston Texans. So, in this game, this game is going to be my lock of the week. I'm going to take Baltimore to take out the Miami Dolphins on Thursday Night Football. The Dolphins just don't look that great this season. Yes, they won last week, but that was against a junior varsity team. What that looks like against Houston. Against Houston. Ravens have been one of the better teams all year long so far. Lamar's been playing great football, that defense. Is playing pretty good all year long, but I'm going to take Baltimore to win this game pretty easily over a very depleted Miami Dolphins team. Saints and the Titans. The Saints coming off a tough loss against the Atlanta Falcons with Trevor Simmons at quarterback last week. Taking on the Tennessee Titans, who had a fantastic week last week against the Los Angeles Rams on primetime on Sunday Night Football. That defense showed up last week against Los Angeles, sacking Matthew Stafford five times, I believe, and also getting two interceptions in that game, and really just dominating the line of scrimmage against that Rams front. The Saints, I don't trust the Saints at the moment. I don't trust Charc Simmons at quarterback. I don't know if they're going to start him or they're going to go to Chasem Hill, who was there last week, but didn't get any snaps at the quarterback position the Titans, they, like I said, they look pretty good defensively. Offensively, they were able to do what they needed to do, with, even without Derrick Henry. So I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game at home against the Saints. I think that defense steps up once again. I think the offense does just enough to get this, get this game. Bills take on the Jets. The Bills coming off just a weird, but terrible game against the Jacksonville Jaguars in a 9-6 to loss. Weird week last week in the NFL. A lot of upsets. Josh Allen probably played probably one of his worst games I've seen in a the while. The running game was just not there. Josh Allen was the lead rusher with five carries, 50 yards in that game. Not something you really want to see. out of an offense. Defense played well enough to win that game last week, but they just could not get anything going offensively. And they play a Jets team who isn't exactly the best in the world. But they have shocked some teams so far this year. And this could be another opportunity for the Jets to pull a stunning upset at home. Mike White is probably going to start that game. But I do think the Bills offense bounced back against the New York Jets. I I am going to take the Bills to win this game over the New York Jets. But don't be surprised if the Jets could just come out and play a good game themselves. The Detroit Lions taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Detroit Lions are coming off a bye week. And the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a very hard-fought win against the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. The Lions still seeking their first win of the season, heading on to the Going on the road to take on this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Going up against that defense. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game. Steelers offense is going to be clicking in this game. Deontay Johnson is going to have a good game. I expect Najee Harris to actually go crazy in this game. But I'm going to spe- I'm gonna keep it. It's going to be a close game than a lot of people expect. Like I said, the Lions are desperate for that first win. They've been fighting hard, and that was every game except for that Eagle game, which was a joke. Expect this game to be closer than people think, but I do think the Steelers are going to be able to win this game at home against the Detroit Lions. Jaguars taking on the Indianapolis Colts. The Jaguars coming off at defensive slugfest against Buffalo, as I mentioned earlier. They're taking on the Indianapolis Colts are coming off a big win against the New York Jets on Thursday night football. I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts to win this game. I don't think the Jaguars' defense is going to have two great performances in a row. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to rush for at least 120 yards. Carson wins. Paul to see him throwing two touchdowns in this game, maybe more. Give me the Colts to win this game at home against a division foe. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington Football Team—a rematch of the wild card round last year, where Heineke found himself in the spotlight. But in this rematch in Washington, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win pretty convincingly this time around. I just that Washington defense is not as good as it was last year. We have. I don't trust that Washington offense one bit either. Expect Tampa Bay to go into Washington and win pretty handily by at least, let's say, three touchdowns. Let's say they win by three touchdowns. Now, this game is interesting. I always put this one as my game of the week, but there's one other game I think really trumps this for a good reason. The Cleveland Browns go on the road to take on Bill Belichick, Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. Nick Chubb will not be playing in this game for Cleveland. He has contracted the virus and he will not be playing in this week due to COVID protocols. The Patriots are coming off a pretty good pretty good win against Carolina. They won 24 to 6. Cleveland coming off that outstanding performance against Cincinnati. Still no cream hump, I believe, for Cleveland. So, DeAndre Johnson will get a start running back for the Cleveland Browns. This game is a clo- going to be a lot closer than people think. It's going to be a really close game. This game can go either way. But... I'm going to take Cleveland to go on the road and beat the New England Patriots. I just think that Browns defense is going to come after Mac Jones. Even though the Browns probably not going to get much going on the ground this week. I think Bill Belichick is just going to do everything his power to try to get take that away. I think Baker has a good enough game to get this Browns team over the top and defeat the New England Patriots. I don't even give a score to this one. I think it's going to be a score of like 27-23. Cleveland over New England. All right. We have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys coming off that embarrassing loss to Denver. Got absolutely ran out of the building by the Denver Broncos last week. And Atlanta coming off that pretty big win against the New Orleans Saints. And the Falcons at 4-4 are now currently sitting in the seventh seed In the NFC playoff picture, the Cowboys still dominating that division. But in this game, I do think the Dallas Cowboys do have a a little bit of a bounce-back game. I do think the Cowboys put up a serious amount of points on the Atlanta Falcons' defense, which is not exactly the greatest unit in the world. And I think the Cowboys do bounce back and defeat the Atlanta Falcons and get back on track. Arizona Cardinals taking on... The Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are going to be without Sam Darnold for a while, but they did pick up Cam Newton just today. I don't know if he's going to start in this game or not. If he does, this game could be a little bit of an interesting game to watch, but I'm pretty sure P.J. Walker will get the start in this game for Carolina. And Carolina coming off that bad loss to the Patriots last week and the Arizona Cardinals without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They absolutely took it to San Francisco last week with Colt McCoy quarterback, nonetheless. So I'm going to take Arizona to win this game at home against Carolina. I don't trust P.J. Walker, the XFL star, but – I, I don't know if Kyle Murray's gonna be back or not. If Kyle Murray's back, it's gonna be not that much of a game. If it's Colt McCoy, I don't know. I still, either way, I still think the Cardinals come out win this game against Carolina, who has just not played great football in the past couple of weeks. Just have not. The Minnesota Vikings going on the road to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. The Minnesota Vikings coming off that tough loss against the Against the Ravens and overtime where I think they had opportunities. They had I definitely had opportunities to win that game against Baltimore, but they just could not get the job done. And the Los Angeles Chargers coming off their hard fought win in Philadelphia against the Philadelphia Eagles and a big win in the AFC West. Chargers host the Vikings. The Vikings are just in a weird situation right now. We don't know if Dalvin Cook's going the play on Sunday. With that whole situation, if you haven't heard about that situation right now, go look it up. It's a really, really, not a really good look for Dallin Cook, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game. The Chargers offense, I believe, is just on a whole nother level right now compared to the Vikings offense. I do think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout, but Justin Herbert has been fantastic the past couple of games with the Chargers. I expect that run game with Austin Eckler at the helm going to play great. I think the Chargers defense makes a few more plays than the Vikings defense, and I got the Chargers beating the Minnesota Vikings at home. Now, this game has some intrigue for, for me personally. We've got the Seattle Seahawks going on the road. I swear we always play in Lambeau. In the regular season. I don't think I've ever. I swear every time we played Green Bay, I swear every time I played Green Bay, it's not the play, <laughs> except for the few times we played them in the Legion of Boomer, we always go to Green Bay to take on the Packers. But Seattle going on the road, taking on Green Bay Packers. Seattle coming off their bye week, and they are getting Russell Wilson back at last. The season might be salvageable for Seattle. Taking on Green Bay, who came of that. Very bad loss to Kansas City Chiefs team without Aaron Rodgers. After that whole debacle, <laughs> everybody's heard about this that debacle by now. I'm not gonna get much into it. You can literally go everywhere, and people are talking about it. So I'll give you all a break from it. But it was a mess. I'll say that. I'll say that much. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing with the virus and the. Joe Rogan, thing. it was just a mess. It was just a mess. Anyway, I know people are going to hit the Packers. I think almost everybody in America is going to take the Green Bay Packers in this game just because they think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back off Saturday and say, you know what, I'm ready to go. No practice, just film study. I'm going to take, the, I'm going to take Seattle to upset Green Bay on the road here. Russell Wilson is going back, like I mentioned earlier. I think he's going to come out and just absolutely play great in this game. And I got the Seattle Seahawks going on the road in Lambeau and beating Green Bay, something we don't usually do. But I got Seattle beating Green Bay. If this was still Geno Smith, I wouldn't be confident enough to make this pick. But with Russell come back, Seattle will beat Green Bay. I just got, I got a gut feeling. I got that gut feeling. Eagles-Broncos. Eagles come out of a tough loss against the Chargers. Broncos come out that great win against the Dallas Cowboys. I, I still don't trust Denver entirely, but that game against Dallas gave me a little more confidence going with them this week over the Philadelphia Eagles. I just don't trust that Eagles offense, even though they put up a good showing against the Chargers. I don't just I just don't trust that Eagles offense. Defense is not the greatest in the world. I think Teddy Bridgewater would do just enough to win this game. Give me Denver at home, in mile high, to beat Philadelphia. Now this is game of the week for me for a few reasons. Chiefs go on the road to Vegas to take on... The Raiders. The Raiders come off a bad loss against the Giants. The Chiefs come off a pretty decent win against the Green Bay Packers, but they only put up 13 points on the Packers, and they're playing Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers plays in that game. We probably have a whole different story. Green Bay probably wins that game by 20. But... They did their job against Jordan Love. The defense has shown a little bit of a life this past couple of weeks, and well, here, I'll just say this: the Chiefs, if they win this game, you can put a little bit of hope back into this, can, into this Kansas City team. If they lose, no bueno, right? No bueno. They lose this game to the Raiders, who don't have a head coach anymore. And with everything going on in Vegas. It it it's just so many things going on in Vegas right now. It's just ridiculous. But I'm still gonna take the I'm gonna take the Las Vegas Raiders to win this game. I think Derek Carr is playing decent football the past couple of weeks, other than the Giants game. I believe that defense has been much improved this year for the Raiders. I don't I think the Raiders have enough playmakers on the offensive side, even without Henry Ruggs anymore. They need to sign Deshaun Jackson. They still have Darren Waller. They have Hunter Renfro still. I do think the Raiders have enough on this team to beat the Kansas City Chiefs at home. But if the Chiefs win this game, you can breathe a little hope into this team. But I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders to take care of business at home on primetime football, Sunday Night Football. Now on to Monday Night Football, where the lost end is Rams, who are coming going on the road after a tough loss at home against the Tennessee Titans. They take on San Francisco at, you know, Levi's Levi Stadium. I'm going to pick the Rams to have a bounce-back game here on Monday Night Football. I just... I don't know what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers this year. The offense just does not look great for San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo has looked mediocre as heck. Defense is not as great as people thought it was going to be. And Kyle Shanahan should be on the hot seat now. Like, if he wasn't on the hot seat before, he's on the hot seat now. But I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams to... Beat the San Francisco 49ers on the road and get back on track. Those are my picks for this week. Going to go ahead and get my NBA Team of the Week and Worrisome Team of the Week. For my NBA Team of the Week this week, honorable mentions, I'm going to go with the Washington Wizards, who are currently somehow first in the East with the 8-3 record. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. And the Chicago Bulls, also 8-3, currently on a two-game winning streak themselves. But my team, of the, also shout out to the Phoenix Suns, who are also currently on a six-game winning streak out in the, out in the Western Conference. But my team of the week is going to go to the Golden State Warriors, who are currently 10-1 to start off the season. They have on a six-game winning streak, and this team has just played great basketball. The supporting cast has done their job well. Andrew Wiggins is playing pretty good at the moment. Jordan Poole, he has his games here and there. Damian Lee plays pretty well. Obviously, Dream on Green doing whatever Dream on Green does. And Steph Curry is obviously Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry has played probably some of the best basketball out of everybody so far in the league so far this year. And he's definitely... Put himself as probably the front runner so far to win MVP to start off the NBA season. With all the rule changes, you see all these shooters struggling. Steph Curry is just being Steph Curry. Now, for my worrisome team of the week, obviously, you can talk about the Portland Trail Blazers' struggles as of late. You can talk about obviously Minnesota or Houston. Or even New Orleans, who I don't know what the... F- okay, yeah, they are definitely my worst team in the West. I'm going to switch it up. I have one team in mind in the East. I'll talk about it in a second. But my worst team in the West is just New Orleans. What is going on in New Orleans? I know Zion's out with the really weird injury situation in New Orleans. But what is going on? <laughs> It's not like New Orleans has bad players or anything. You got Brandon Ingram on the squad. You got some pretty good players with like Steve. Uh, actually I don't think he's even on the team anymore. But you got Brandon Ingram, who should be talented enough to win you more than one game. It it's just bad coaching, bad play. I just don't. This t- I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think New Orleans was going to be that were going to be pretty good, that good to start at all for the entire season. But I think I didn't think this team was this bad. Now in the East, my and team has to be the Atlanta Hawks. So much expectations for the Atlanta Hawks to begin the year after their fantastic run to the Eastern Conference Finals. They are currently in the midst of a five-game losing streak. Trey Young isn't playing like he usually would play. I don't know if it's the new rule or what. This team has too much young talent to struggle the way it is right now. I know it's too early, but Atlanta's just a little bit of worrying about them right now. But it, like I said, it's early. I expect Atlanta to bounce back here pretty soon. But yeah, those are my team of the week and worrisome teams of the week. I'm just going to go ahead and get my reaction to the second college football player rankings real quick because there's something that's really confusing me. I don't know if it's just me or the other people that are confused by it, but i just going to talk about it now. Michigan State, they lost badly to a Purdue team last week, and they fell out of the top four like a lot of people expected them to do. The thing is, They fell all the way to seven behind Michigan, who they beat prior to that bad loss to Purdue. Now, I, I believe the committee's reasoning for putting Michigan over Michigan State was due to the fact that they believe Michigan was the more complete team than Michigan State, even though Michigan State beat Michigan, but. Michigan's the more complete team. I could probably make the same argument for Ohio State and Oregon. Because right now, Oregon's ranked at three. Ohio State's ranked at four. But I believe that Ohio State, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think right now Ohio State is the more quote unquote complete team than Oregon. But the committee keeps Oregon ahead of Ohio State because of the head-to-head win over Ohio State. With Oregon's one loss is to a very bad, and I mean terrible, Stanford team this year. Michigan State lost to Purdue, who is now ranked in the top 25 college football playoff, all the way down to 19. But... Michigan jumps Michigan State because they believe Michigan State is not as a complete team as Michigan, but Michigan State beat Michigan. I just – I don't know. That just confused me. I just wanted I, – hopefully I wanted to know if anyone else had the same confusion I did, but it is what it is. I'm not on the committee, but it is what it is. I'm just going to go through every team right now to see if they – Every team. Obviously, they style Georgia number one. There's just no doubt about that. They are by far the best team in the country. And ranking anything ranking under Georgia is just hard to do right now. They have Alabama number two still. I mean, I guess they had a bad they had a struggle win against LSU, who is not good at all this year. Like I mentioned, they have Oregon and Ohio State three and four. I didn't think Ohio State is better than Oregon, but it is what it is. They moved Cincinnati out to number five. Now I think Cincinnati is in a good spot where you could expect Ohio State or, or Oregon or even Alabama to lose at least one more time before the end yeah, of conference championship games. So I think if Cincinnati continues to win football games, they'll find themselves eventually in the top four. Chaos is bound to happen. It's November. There's a lot of chaos in November. Talked about Michigan Michigan State. Obviously, that whole situation eh, is a little weird. That, I guess head to head matters except when it comes to these two teams. If Oklahoma here at eight, now, just. I don't, Oklahoma at eight is kind of surprising to me. I thought they would jump Michigan State as well. I mean, if they're going to put Michigan ahead of Michigan State, I surely thought Oklahoma would too. But they put Oklahoma at eight. It's probably because they haven't played anybody good yet, but they're about to get the opportunity here. They're playing Baylor, who's ranked number 13 in the college football Playoff ranking. If they beat Baylor, I expect them to jump quite a bit in the rankings if everything stays the same. I'm sure they'll jump Michigan State. I'm sure they might even jump Michigan. But Oklahoma at eight is just okay. Obviously, you got Notre Dame at nine. Sure. Oklahoma State at 10. Sure. Am eleven. Sure, they're playing good football. It's like Wake Forest lost their first game to North Carolina in a great get football game. They probably should have won, but they gave up twenty four points in the fourth quarter. But it is what it is. Obviously Baylor at thirteen. for a bad loss. To TCU, BYU at fourteen. Sure, Ole Miss at fifteen. Sure, North Carolina State at sixteen. All right, Auburn at seventeen. Okay, Wisconsin at eighteen. They've actually come alive as of late. That's good. Purdue. They're ranked now, so if or Ohio State beats them, that's another padding for them. Iowa at 20, sure, even though they played the greatest footballs of late. Pittsburgh, 7-2, sure. San Diego State A1 at 22. Alright. UTSA finally cracks the top 25 at 9 and 0. Obviously they play probably one of the worst schedules in all one of the better schedules in all of football. When it comes to for them personally, they play one of the worst, stride the schedules, but they're here at twenty three, Utah twenty four, then Arkansas rounding up, Utah twenty five, so yeah. Other than my other than my weird question about Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, what's really the difference between those two situations? I mean, yeah, Michigan State lost to a bad Purdue, lost to an okay Purdue team who's now ranked. They fall behind Michigan because the committee thinks Michigan is a more complete team, but. Ohio State is behind Oregon because Oregon beat them, but they lost to a bad Stanford team. and Ohio State has one loss to Oregon, but they don't have Ohio State behind Oregon. It's just uh, it's just a weird thing. That's like the only complaint I have and only concern I have with this whole poll. But Nick, I think this Saturday is going kind to of have a little bit of chaos. I believe we're due for a couple of offsets this week. But... Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's just my reaction to the college football playoff poll this week. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Tune in sometime next week. Try to get back on a regular schedule. I've just been busy the past couple of weeks, so there have been no episodes as of late. But things are starting to loosen up a little bit as we get closer to the holiday season. But... Hopefully next week we get some more interesting news. Obviously the MLB offseason's underway. Hopefully I can talk about some big moves in the MLB. Obviously, I hopefully Odell Beckham Jr. signs somewhere soon. I don't think he's going to sign this week, obviously, but hopefully sometime next week he signs somewhere to uh, you know, make things interesting because he's going to be an interesting piece no matter where he goes. When he eventually signs somewhere, gonna talk some more NFL. Give a little bit of recaps about some of these games. Obviously, gonna talk about the Russell Wilson return against Green Bay. Talk about how he looks. Talk about some of the NFL playoff rankings. Gonna do my midseason pound ranking for the NFL. Talk a little bit about the NBA. Give also get my team of the week, team of the week on sometime next week, probably next Thursday. Gonna talk about that. I was going to talk a little bit about the top twenty-five again next next week's top twenty-five rankings for the College Flow Playoff and yeah. Until next time, I'm out. Have a great Veterans Day, everyone out there. All the veterans out there, thank you for your service and thank you to everyone that's currently serving overseas or currently on shore right now. Thank you for your service. Until next time, I am out.